and we welcome you into the spotlight. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Drew Brent, and if you're in the market to buy or sell your home, give us a call today. It's 479-968-5668, or you can cruise on over to RussellvilleLiving.com. Always a lot happening in the city of Russellville, and here to talk about that, Ms. Christy Graham. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. The Executive Director of Tourism for the City of Russellville. You've always got some great info. You've always got some goodies that I see that you mm -hmm. have with us today. Yes. 2022 is here. Just tell me, what, what do we got going on? Wow, well, 2021 was a fabulous year for us. Mm -hmm. We ended up 12.4% above our largest year, which is a huge increase. That was in 2018. And um, we ended the year 12.5% above our largest year um, and a whole lot bigger increase from just 2020. So um, we had a really good year. Um, lots of people in town for numerous reasons, not just one or not just two. And yes, we had two outages at the plant, uh, but we had a whole lot of cool things in. We had lots of softball tournaments in. We had lots of fishing tournaments in. I mean, we had lots of things happening last year. The new trails on Nebo brought a lot of people in. Um, Danielle downtown brought lots of things in and just lots of partnerships. And it just really equaled a really good year for Russellville. You said it was a 12.4% uh, increase over the biggest year. Our that, largest year in largest the history year? of the AMP. Okay. So with that in mind, 2021 was still a pandemic year. Yes. What do we, what do we attribute that to? thought lots about that question. I contributed to people were tired of being indoor and thank goodness that Russaville, you know, most of the things we have here to do, the attractions for Russaville have always been in the outdoors. We're known for our trails. We're known for our tournaments, fishing, being on the lake, being outside, canoeing, kayaking, you know, paddle boarding, things like sure. that. And it really paid off for us because that's where people felt safe at. Um, and that's the things they wanted to do. And so um, we have that and it paid off for us. When we talk about uh, people who come into Russellville from outside, it seems to me that there's a bit of a disconnect between the people who come into Russellville who live other places mm -hmm. and the people who actually live in Russellville. The reason I say that is because I hear this a lot from people who live in Russellville. And you know the sentence I'm about to say, mm -hmm. oh, there's nothing to do here. Mm -hmm. You just proved that that's not true. That's not true. And I've tried to, I guess the word is debunk that. Is that the, is that the term? That, is, that um, would be the correct term. Yeah. Yes. So I've tried to go against that because I, I mean, I was born and raised, I've been born and raised here. Mm -hmm. I know that when I was a teenager here, I said the same thing. There's nothing to do. I'm moving when I, you right, know, when I exactly. graduate. Every teenager says and it. And I did move and I just had kids and decided Russellville is really actually a fabulous place. And I did want to move back home to raise my children. So there are lots of things to do. And in our, in our guide, in our Russellville guide, you know, we list the top 40 things to do around here. Um, but there's lots of things to do. If you're, if you just want to go outside and be active, there's tons of things to do. If you want indoor things, then we are a little more limited on that. But the outside activities, and that has saved us through COVID and the pandemic, um, where people feel safe and want to get out, we've had those options for them. Talk to me a little bit about what, where that disconnect comes from. It could be the old phrase, you know, familiarity breeds contempt. You know, you're, mm -hmm. you're around it so much that yes. maybe you don't see it. But is there a strategy from the A&P side to market to citizens about what there is to do here? No, and 
Yes and no. So yes, we do things social media wise. We still target local people on local events, our concerts downtown and things for people to come and just be a part of. Yes, we still target <clears throat> that, excuse me, that audience. But the AMP's main goal is to outside the city limits. So that's why a lot of times you won't see our ads and our literature inside the city limits because that's not our target audience. Right. Um, that's more of the local, like um, the chamber and Danielle and local things, you know, that's their target audience. But our target audience is actually getting outside people into Russellville. And so that's where we like to buy, spend most of our campaign money at is there. Uh, so what does that, uh, what does that marketing look like? Oh, we have lots of, we have some print materials. We are in all the state guides, like the Arkansas Bike, Arkansas Paddle. Um, Arkansas Love is a state publication put out by the state. If you go to Arkansas.com and you want any information from the state, that's what they send you in their packet. So we're in all those print materials, uh, pieces. Right now, the majority of our marketing money is spent on social media, getting our ads out where we can target them to specialized um, people, things, and activities. Uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, some of the some of the marketing internally for the internal citizens are things like concerts downtown. Danielle Hasnick, who we had on the show last week, does a great job of Main Street Russellville uh, on that on that regard. But you you said in the book in the in the booklet, and you have one of those here, um, the top forty things to do. You said mm -hmm. top forty. Yep. Top 40 things to do. This guide is just our Russellville community guide, and in it we list lots of good information, but there's the top 40 things to do, and we just have some of the fun things that if somebody's looking for something to do, not everything's in here, but, you know, we try right. to highlight some of the stuff. We try to change them up each year and just add some new stuff. So it's kind of fun. You can pick these up all over town. Oh, well, let's go through a few of those. Um, okay. what, what, what are some, what That's are, what are on the list here? Well, um, the bowling alley is one of them. The escape room is one of them. Uh, the movies, the aquatic center, the garage arcade, uh, Lake Dardanelle State Park, um, and then it has some events like our, our, our normal events, the Christmas parade, summer concert series, mm -hmm. uh, Las Vegas half marathon, you know, things like that. Art walk is listed in here where you can find the information out when they are and what's going on. First one's less um, than a month away, by the way, folks. Yes. Uh, the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. So we got to talk about the farmer's market. All the state parks are listed in here. Bonadilla trails, hang gliding, um, all kinds of things like that. The balloon fest, um, disc golf trails country club just things like that where you can find more information about them even if it's not the exact event but where you could find that information about the event when when you are talking to someone who is not from russellville and they say hey listen we're, we're on our way through we're we're going to make a stop here mm -hmm. what are you telling folks hey you've got to see blank I send them to the state parks because I feel like our state park system is just superb compared to a lot of other states. Um, to have that many parks within a 30 mile, 40 mile radius, mm -hmm. I at least make them see Lake Dardanelle, go up on Nebo if they have time, and Petty Jean. If they have the time to go to Magazine, it's also something to oh, see. Yeah. And depending on their wants and needs, like if they like trails, um, for sure sending them to Nebo, you know, to see all the new trails. If they like, um, Pots in. I send lots of people, you know, if they like that kind of thing, if they like fishing, you know, they can go get a fishing pole from the from Lake Dardanelle State Park. There's just different things. So it just depends on their wants and needs. But then there's always some favorite food places I love to send people, um, which are also listed in our guide. Right. Uh, there's no chains, but there's your top local 
uh, favorites, and I'm sure you can guess a few, but Stobie's being one. I'll, I'll, I'll guess another one. Um, Cobb Jai. Actually, Cobb Jai is not in here. What? And, you know, with them being open and closed some, you know, so no, but okay. Taco Villa. Taco Villa, Old South is definitely in there. Um, Whataburger yes. is probably in there. Um, Brangus is probably in there. Being added. Brangus uh, is the new one being added. Okay, so here's the reason why I know some of this. Okay. Do you know how this show started? No. This show started because of a food blog that I did. Oh. In March of last year. Food is important. Yeah. I put out <laughs> I put out a list of the top ten places that I thought you had to go in Russellville. Okay. And that and I did a live video talking about it. And this show, all of this spawned from that video. Well, I'm gonna have to look into Cobe Jai. Cobe Jai is good should one. should be on the should be on the list. Um, is CJ's on the list? Yes, CJ's? Fat Daddy's. Fat, old oh bank. God, Fat Daddy's Old Bank should be Pasta there. Grill. Pasta Grill. All great Johnny's. locals. Oh, Johnny's. The potatoes. You can't. The Johnny's. Ozark Mountain Smokehouse. Ozark How can Mountain. you not go yeah, there? I mean, they're, they're, these are all fabulous places. And, and, and again, you know. Because isn't that what you want when you go to a town? You want to know where the local flavor is. You don't absolutely. really want to go to, not knocking chilies, but like, I want to go to the local flavor. Even mm -hmm. when I go to New York or big cities, you know, I ask people. What's the best place to eat around here? Right. Nada. You know, so we put that in here because we want those people, because these are our local owners. These are our people that live here, and, you know, and we want to make sure we support them. Right. I mean, and, and the internal the internal numbers would suggest, too, that Russellville people keep all of our restaurants alive That's for right. the most part, because most of these, these chains are franchised anyway. Right. So we still have some local owners, but they're right. doing okay. Yes. Um, one thing that I will... Uh, mentioned as it pertains to the food side of things. It's one of the most controversial topics that I you can get into. <laughs> that you can get into. So, so with that being said, um, when you were putting this list together, was there some discussion as to what should be included and what shouldn't be? Or so you don't have to name names. Just no. So we are a hotel tax, mm -hmm. so I don't really have to even include the restaurants in it because we do not collect on the restaurant side of the tax, which a lot of cities do. Um, but what I went off was is how many people asked me when they came in. I would get this question, where's the best place to eat? And I don't want a chain. I want, right. I want somewhere local. Where's your local favorite breakfast? Where's your favorite? And that drove, that's what drove this is because this was the number, some of the number one questions we were asked. And so I just went to some of my favorites, um, some of the most favorite places that I know are recommended um, and that have local ownership. And this, this is where it ended. So can I make a suggestion as to yes. who needs to be added? Yes. The gunslinging burger. I've never had it. Oh my goodness. Jeremy Hames has been a guest on this show. Outstanding chef. He's over there on 4th Street. Completely local. Okay. Family-owned business. Try the, uh, the Jack's Ranch. Okay. It's, it's, it's amazing. I, I'm definitely going. I'll it's, try. It's amazing. <laughs> These are the conversations I like having about Russellville. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, again, the, I, I push back on those people who say, well, there's nothing to do here. There's nowhere mm -hmm. to go. Because there is... There is something almost innate with people from this area that that suggests to them, if I'm going to go do something or I've got a weekend, I got to go to Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. I've got to go to Conway. I've got to go to Little Rock. Where does that come from? 
I think it's just um, maybe the vibe that those the the big city that you think there's more to do there, and maybe because there are more franchised name sure. brand things that sell. But if you really look at Russellville and the things that we do have, there are things to do, but they're just not the hype, the name. You know, there's right. maybe not um, the big golf. You know, that's in Northwest Arkansas. Top golf. Top kind of golf. Thing, you know, yeah. the name carries a lot of those things, but there are things to do here. They're just not as uh, marketed, maybe. So um, I think maybe that's where some of that comes. This is an interesting question that we did not touch on the last time you were here. Um, when my wife and I went to Eureka Springs, of course, Eureka Springs is known for just being Eureka Springs. Right. Um, but one of the things that attracted us to, to that was not the shops and the restaurants, although they had a great flavor, but because there was some interesting additional little tidbits. The reason I ask about that, there's some attractions here that are famous in lore, but maybe not necessarily something that we could promote. So here's the question. Okay. As someone who heads up A&B, have you ever told somebody to go to Dover Lights? Interesting you say that because it's a topic we're discussing. Um, let me think how to say this. Uh, it's a topic we're discussing for a piece that I'm looking at writing on because... Let me think how Did to I say just it. touch on a nerve yeah. that I no, wasn't no, supposed to? It's a to. good nerve. No, yeah. it's just <laughs> something we're discussing because it was brought up that it was one of the number one searches within a local... Um, uh, publication. It was their number one viewed, number one question thing. And so we're actually going to do a piece on it and kind of take that and run with it as a little bit of a marketing piece. So it's interesting you say that. So yes, we have. We've had people ask about it and we discuss it. I've discussed that I've went there in high school and, you know, chased it and did all that. So my son has been, you know, he's asked about it. It's still one of those things. And I probably should run with it a little bit more, you know, who might bring in. You know, and that's the, I mean, it's been featured. Have you seen the Dover Lights? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen them? No. No? No, I went up there, but I haven't seen them. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you a story off air. I won't tell you. I won't tell it on air. But but yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and actually, I need you to meet my wife so that she can tell you the story. Okay. And tell you and tell you exactly how brave I was. Okay. <laughs> I was not at all. <laughs> I might I might need your story for what we're fixing to write on. So. Oh my God! It's it's amazing. Um. The reason I brought up Dover Lights is because there are those things that are, you know, folklore around here mm -hmm. that maybe don't get talked about as, as much. And, and part of the reason is, is that you've got to focus on the park system. You've got to focus on the softball tournaments, the bass tournaments, the things that really bring in good revenue. But, but I bring it up because of the hidden gem side of Russellville. Yeah. Are there other hidden gems that maybe we haven't hit on as much that maybe we should, you think? Um, I think there are things that we probably could hit more on. I mean... Like, just the interesting facts with, like, if you really get behind, like, the Pots Inn mm -hmm. and the Trail of Tears and some of the unique pieces there, um, the history of Russaville. When we were doing the sesquicentennial, how, the how you say that? <laughs> no, it was the sesquicentennial, the 150-year yeah, anniversary that, one. Um, that Danielle <laughs> and I worked on, and it kind of got all ruined with COVID. But um, the, there's some really good pieces there about, you know, um, the county seat moving and mm -hmm. just some really good 
there's a good history there in the fire of 1906. And I really learned a lot about the history of Russellville and was really intrigued by some of that. The Lattimore home, things like that that are just gems, you know, to Russellville. So yeah, I do. I think there's some fun pieces if you kind of start looking into some of that that, um, that we are trying to talk about a little bit more. That's actually funny that you mentioned two things I was about to ask about. Um, Nolan Edwards was on this show um, a couple of weeks back. Mm -hmm. Brad and Brent interviewed him. And I had no idea that there was a great fire in Russellville. Mm -hmm. um, we had Betsy McGuire and Randy Hendricks on from the Lattimore House. I had no idea that Russellville mm -hmm. was uh, a, an integral part of the Green Book. Mm -hmm. um, is there a push, or maybe I should ask this way, what is being pushed as far as the history of Russellville and how are we pushing it? Well, when we were doing the anniversary special, a lot was pushed. And I actually had, because of COVID and we couldn't do all that we wanted to do, I had posters made and I still have them in my office. And it was the picture then and the picture now. And I did 12 of those just from around town of the pictures I could find. And one of them was the fire. And I really got to read and, you know, find out about all of that. Um, we did a big push then. We released some stuff on social media. But now there's not so much, you know, not a big push behind it. And it's sad because it's really interesting. Just for my own sake, where do you find that info? Because I'm fascinated by it. So there's a book. I learned that through some of this, there's a spiral book that was done at the 100-year celebration that, that locals went together and put together. It's just a little bitty thin, inexpensive. Um, I had some copies made. You'd love to look through it. Um, and you're welcome to come look through it. But it um, it talked about all the history. It went all the way back. And that's where I learned a lot of the older homes and why they were built and when they were built by who and about the fire and what burned and what was salvaged. And a whole lot of pictures are in there and the railroad system and just the history of Russellville and who was the mayor then and how right. it came about and how things were named, the city was named and how it came down to two different people and they voted and that's how it became Russellville after Dr. Russell instead right. of the other version, you know. So, I mean, just things like that. But that book helped us when we were putting together the 150 year. And Danielle and I put together, the Calendar Girls put together a, um, a time piece, a time cap with a whole bunch of information that will hopefully be opened up in 50 years. Outstanding. Yeah. Uh, calendar girls, we're, we're going to get them on. You need the calendar We're going to make something. got to like, learn about the we're calendar gonna, We're going to make something happen <laughs> with, with, with that. I can't wait for that, too. Um, you've got goodies here. Sure. Um, you'd already mentioned the, the booklet. We went through that. What else are we, what else are we looking at here? Oh, you know, I always love just to share about some of the things we're doing. We do have this trail piece. These are called Z cards and the people like, um, can you see the, the Z yeah. cards? Mm -hmm. And they actually open up and so it's your trail system. So oh, you wow. can put them in your pocket and ride. We've got new uh, Z cards coming out for the trails. Uh, Nebo trails have been added onto those. So we're gonna have these in the office in a couple weeks. Um, and then the calendar girls always work on a calendar. Mm -hmm. And with COVID things have changed and we actually aren't putting together this, the whole calendar, but we're putting out these cards each month and it's all the dates for that month. And then you can QR code it or go to our website and find all the dates and everything that's happening for the month. And so these are listed all around town or placed all around town in the hotels, state parks, chamber, 
Daniel, my office, City Hall, everywhere. So people can just pick these up so then they can't say there's nothing to do exactly. going on at Russellville. I love so, the QR code idea yeah. too. That's fantastic. Yeah, we're really trying to incorporate that. Through the pandemic, we learned that some people still don't want to touch pieces. Right. And so we're trying to incorporate that in everything we do. And we're actually getting them where people can have them on their windows or their doors when you walk in and you could just QR code and you'd have the calendar. That's outstanding. So um, Before we continue, um, we need to talk about uh, what the calendar girls are, um, because that's, that's, it's, it's a funny name, but it's not <laughs> yes. what you may think. So what, what are the calendar girls? So I went to a community, oh, it's been, it's been 10 plus years ago and the mayor and a couple different people got together monthly and talked about what was going on in their community. And they were very informed, uh, work together, partnership, unity was happening. And I just brought it back because that wasn't happening here to no one's fault. It just wasn't happening. Sure. And so myself and Felicia Turnbow at the time, if you remember Felicia I with do. the chamber and Betsy at the time, and we just started meeting and we just said, you know, we've got to start working together on projects and be unified. And what would happen is we'd have two or three different events on one weekend. And then the other three weekends of the month, there was nothing. And I said, we've got to stop, start monopolizing on all the weekends and trying to fill them to fill our hotels. And that was just the purpose of the group. And it has grown and grown and grown. And we're at 10 members now. And it's all, it's just happened to be all females. And so then somebody mentioned that maybe we should put it in a calendar form when we brought all of our dates together. And so it happened about five years ago and we just started a calendar and it was fabulous. And it was all about Russellville and great <laughs> photography and everybody took a month, um, a month. And it, but it was an yeah. about like one month would be Lake Darnell State Park. One month would be Russellville Tourism. One month would be downtown. One month, you know, just everybody sure. took a month. So we're the calendar girls and we just work for the city of Russellville and all of our jobs are event planning based and we're all here for the city. And, and so it's kind of funny, but it's worked. Yeah, I, I felt like some context was needed for the name because yes. we know what the calendar girls were doing, but I don't know that we had But it kind of made everybody want a calendar. Well, <laughs> well, there's that marketing strategy. That, that was marketing strategy. That's, that's, that's the good. younger generation doesn't get it. Calendar girls from <laughs> the like, from the movie, but you know, yeah, hey. they, they have no idea what, they have what no we're idea. talking about. Yeah. I, I, I like to think I bridged that gap well. And then we've got a T-shirt. Yes, I brought you a T-shirt because I know you love Russellville. I do so much. And Thank I have you. so many of these in the office right now. We're fully restocked in all sorts of colors and sizes. And so I just wanted to let everybody know the short sleeve. Uh, I heart Russellville shirts are back in stock and uh, we have them for sale. They're $20 each. So just stop by the office. Oh, that delights my heart. Thank yeah, you so much. So I brought you one. I'm emceeing again this year at the downtown events. You can bet that I'll be sporting that. Okay. Well, I have socks too. So if you need a pair of the I heart Russellville socks, so I'll have you fully. I saw those. <laughs> um, Did the mayor not, have not them Not this last time, but the time before <laughs> when, when Mary Harris was on, I yeah. thought, oh my God, I got to have those. Yeah. I've got to have those. So yes. Sign yes. me up for some socks. I'm the I heart Russellville lady. Yes. And I'm just rolling with it. It just is what it is. And I love it. And um, it's just positive. And we have a great community. And so why not show it off? Absolutely. I will rock that t-shirt. Thank, Thank you. you so much I'm for glad. that. I'm glad. But uh, before, we, before we let you go, because we are running out of time here. Um, I heart Russellville was kind of your brainchild. It was. Um, and the last time we talked, we were talking about, you know, the water tower and the mural. And now... I'm seeing it everywhere. And it's 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 a take a little bit on the I Heart New York thing, but it seems to be even from from our standpoint like I think it as a microcosm it might be bigger. It is because 
It just worked because you have to remember when that came out, it was right before, it was December before the pandemic hit when we shut down that next April, I think was like 19. Yeah. So that December 18 of 2018 is when I was coming out with all that, not knowing the pandemic was going to hit. And everybody was tired of the negative. Whatever negative was there, we won't even go there. But all the negative that was out there. Because if you're from Russellville and you know Russellville, you know Russellville is a great community with great people in it. And we have lots of positive things going on amongst all that negative. And I was just, I just told the mayor, I said, we've got to, we've got to do something positive because we are a good community and we have lots of good people doing good things. Let's talk about the good. I'm tired of hearing about the bad. Let's talk about the good. And it spread like wildfire. People, it which shows that I was right, right, that people were tired of it. And so I would just have people call me. I still, to this day, I sent this logo this morning to somebody because they are still printing the logos they want them on their banners they want them outside their building they want to participate they just want to be a part of something positive and good and that that just shows our community you know it's it's funny because when when we started this show almost a year ago now which is really strange is to me uh you i think are episode 137 oh wow um of original episodes um one of the first things i said was we're not doing negative mess we are Mm going to talk about all the happiness and the good parts of the community and this is what i heard so 137 episodes later you're still talking about the good yeah isn't that amazing it is i mean and we're booked out for the next two or three months great job i mean we're still we're still moving what's amazing to me what's amazing to me is that it caught immediately just like you were talking about and this was my favorite thing my favorite thing was well you know that's never going to work. It's never going to work because, you know, there was the news program that ABC produced back in the late 80s called The Good News, and it was nothing but good stories, and it lasted for six weeks because it was canceled. Not around here. Nope. We have got nearly 100 hours of content all about how good our area is. Again, I think it goes back to you started in a time where people were tired of the negative, mm-hmm. and people were tired of the fear factor and being you know, scared within a pandemic and all that. So I think they were ready to hear the good. And um, and I love it. I love everything about it. And that, it doesn't mean that there's not negative and it doesn't mean that there's not bad things happening. It just means we know that there's good things. And at certain times, we're really going to concentrate on the good things and promote the good things. Yeah. And that is my job. I mean, there are, Russellville's a great community and that's my job is to promote it. And so what better way than I Heart Russellville? One of my favorite, my two favorite I Heart Russellville's right now are the Water Tower and have you seen the bike trail? And they had it put in the rock at the new yes, bike trail on I Inglewood. Mm-hmm. Those are probably my two favorite. Neither one were initiated by me. Uh, the bike trail, I didn't even know till it was done that they were doing it. And then I found out about the water tower um, in conversations about what logo was going to be put. And I went to them and asked them if they would do the I Heart Russellville. So uh, it was really cool. Super cool. Uh, is it, um, do, do, if when you step back from all of it and just kind of look, d- is it hard to not get emotional thinking about it? Um, I know I got emotional. I was actually out of the country when the mural got finished, uh, the I Heart Russellville mural that Daniel painted um, over there on the other side of where sports scene was. Yeah. And um, uh, when they sent me the pictures, I was like, oh, I love it. Like, yes, it is. It's just, I just love, I love Russellville so much. Just being born and, you know, you know, no, being, being around this. Yeah. And 
Um, I just, I love the positive. I love, you know, just the positiveness of it. And um, yeah, it kind of takes me away sometimes. I look back and I'm like, I had a part in that. And uh, you know, we all have our parts to play. Everybody has a part to play. Yep. You just gotta find your part. And this was just my part. And, I, and I'm thankful that, um, I'm thankful that it worked that way. And this is my part, and I am thankful that you have come on the show. You know what? I'm thankful that we live in this community, and I mm -hmm. think you should live in this community too. So if you don't already, and you're interested in buying a house, you need to log on to www.russellfieldliving.com. Search what it is that we have, and one of our agents will get you hooked up to live in this fine community today. That's right. Christy Graham. Thank you. we got to do this again. I will. I'll be here anytime. Thank All you. Right. Thanks so much, and thank you for joining us today on The Spotlight. Remember, if you're in the market to buy or sell your home, you can give us a call, 479-968-5668. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.